Finally, after some uh, weekly technical difficulties. Never, never a doubt. Never a doubt. Man, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? How are you surviving the s- snowstorm? I got home. I got home safe today, so you know I don't have to leave the house till Friday. So we're good. Get a little, uh, you know, almost vacation. Bit, Not really. But uh, right. we we have our Super Bowl set. You know, Super Bowl Fifty Six coming up here February the thirteenth. It's gonna be the Bengals and it's gonna be the Rams. It's gonna be incredible. Definitely wasn't the Super Bowl I was imagining? You know, when we talked in August, I, I mm-hmm. honestly don't remember who I predicted in the Super Bowl. I think we had Chiefs. I think we 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 may have had Chiefs Rams, so we 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 may have been close. But anyways, I mean, what, what an incredible story by the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, beating mm-hmm. the top two seeds, making the Super Bowl a as a wild card team, but b only winning one out of the three games at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, going on the road and beating, you know, the top two seeds in the AFC, uh, and then this AFC Championship game with an incredible twenty-one to three comeback. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk. We're going to talk Bengals Chiefs. Ross obviously going to talk 49ers Rams as well. That was a good, nice little ten-point comeback at the end of the third quarter, going mm-hmm. into the fourth quarter by Stafford to make his first career Super Bowl. We'll break down both games, um, and then at the end, um, we did have some news break on Saturday. We thought it was official on Saturday. There was a lot of rumblings going around that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, he came out and said it wasn't true, but then we got the official word uh, yesterday morning that the, the GOAT, Tom Brady, has officially decided to hang up the cleats after 22 seasons, 22 incredible seasons, seven Super Bowls. Obviously going to go down as one of the greatest players of all time, you know, mm-hmm. even by in the terms of the four major sports, not just in the sport of football. Mm-hmm. Most winningest. So we'll I mean, definitely talk his career and everything you know you're definitely the most winning winning athlete probably you know mm-hmm. not named i would say not named jordan or phelps yeah but um you know we'll talk more about him and we'll see if this you know starts a domino effect um gronk maybe right behind him again as, as gronk may get his second retirement maybe mm-hmm. and then it's uh we're gonna look at you know how this is gonna affect the bucks in 2022 i've seen their free agency list and it's a long list and i think if brady doesn't come back a lot of those guys don't don't come back either mm-hmm. But I think we should, uh, you know, as always, we should properly lead this off with the championship weekend review. Um, you know, we're going to go in order by the games. You know, we had the first game it was the 3 o'clock game. Um, mm-hmm. It was the Bengals and the Chiefs AFC, AFC championship game, pardon me, uh, went 27-24 in overtime to the Bengals. You know, it was a great game. Uh, as I mentioned, Chiefs were, were cruising. They were 21-3 up. They had scored a touchdown on the first three drives, mm-hmm. um, the shortest drive being 72 yards. You know, um, the Bengals were starting to put some stuff together on offense. They just, you know, it, it took a little while to get going. They scored a touchdown right before the end of the half. Mm-hmm. Um, a great touchdown by, um, you know, the Bengals and um, Samaj P. Ryan with an incredible 41 yard mm-hmm. play uh, to really spark the Bengals. And then they get a huge stop. Um, I don't understand why the Chiefs aren't going for a field goal. You know, I understand you're the mm-hmm. one yard line, but it, it, you should have you should score a touchdown. You know, to to punch it in. You know, twice from the one yard line. Mm-hmm. You 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 know you stopped the Bengals in that first matchup in Week 17. So like what was it six times mm-hmm. from inside the one? They still ended up winning the game. Obviously, that that changed the course of you know where this game would have been played. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at twenty-eight to ten, or even twenty-four to ten at the half, we could have been looking at a totally different story mm-hmm. for this game. And it's just incredible to think after the Chiefs had scored those three touchdowns to start the game, 
they scored three points the rest of the way out. And it mm-hmm. took it almost took a mini miracle for them just to get this game to overtime. Mm-hmm. You know, Mahomes has first and goal on that first drive or on that last drive of regulation. He has first mm-hmm. and goal from the five. And then he just becomes, you know, the stereotypical Patrick Mahomes hero ball. He almost fumbles the ball away. That that game honestly shouldn't mm-hmm. have gone to overtime because he fumbled the ball away. And, mm-hmm. you know, thank goodness that Joe Tooney was right there. Bucker knocks in a 44-yard field goal to tie the game. But, I mean, a lot of stuff happened in between that. Um, Mahomes throws an interception, you know, just trying to chuck it down the yeah. field, which really changed the complexion of the game. Because if the Chiefs go down and make it 28 to, you know, 28 to 13, you know, this interception happened with two minutes to go in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, they stretch that drive out to the 13 or 12-minute mark in the fourth quarter. We're looking at a whole different ball game. You know, mm-hmm. Burrow and crew, they almost gave it away, too. You know, throwing an interception uh, pretty yeah. much right after the touchdown to tie the game. They mm-hmm. get a stop, and then Burrow first play interception. But uh, their defense had a bend-but-don't-break mentality in the second half, and that really kept them in the game. Six-minute drive to get a field goal. Mm-hmm. But if you're the Chiefs, you're going 14 plays and, and not even going to half the distance of the field, taking up six minutes. Mm-hmm. You need to be scoring a touchdown. I'm sorry. I understand – that you were trying to go for the ties. I think you were trying – I almost thought they were trying to play for overtime mm-hmm. in the situation that they were in because, um, you know, they had so much success in overtime last week against Buffalo. And yeah. they thought they'd have the same success. But then, I mean, Mahomes, honestly, out of those three plays, all three of those plays should have been intercepted. Mm-hmm. And then he I finally agree. throws the one to uh, Jesse – or to Von Bell. It yeah. was Von Bell's second interception in the game. Von Bell runs it almost back to midfield. And then it was just, you know, the Bengals were downhill. They couldn't the, – the Chiefs couldn't get a stop. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they didn't even – third. the only third down of that drive was the McPherson field goal mm-hmm. to win the game. It was just – it was an incredible comeback by the Bengals. It really showed – it was really the – I think the stance that they've had all season. You know, they, they were they were underdogs, and they came back, and they proved everybody wrong. That was the mm-hmm. whole motto of the Bengals' season. Everybody forgets that this team had the number one draft pick in 2020. Mm-hmm. And then they took Joe Burrow obviously changes the franchise's history forever. Mm-hmm. They had the third longest Super Bowl odds, you know, to win the Super Bowl mm-hmm. coming into the season. The other three teams are picking in the top four of the mm-hmm. draft. And the Bengals are going to be playing in LA against the Rams for a potential Super Bowl, which is just incredible. Uh, just some quick stats here before I let you go on uh, with any of your thoughts. Joe Burrow, 23 of 38, 250 yards, two touchdowns with a pick. He was the big difference in this game. He was sacked nine times. Mm-hmm against Tennessee, only sacked once against Kansas City, which was really surprising because I thought the key of the game was going to be Spagnola's blitzing. And, uh, you know, definitely the Bengals must have saw something and also helped out. They had a little bit of film out there from the first time they played mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, whatever happened, uh, maybe Spagnola wasn't blitzing as much or they were just picking up the blitzes. Uh, Mixon, 21 carries, 88 yards. I thought he'd be a huge part in this game, and he was. Um, Jamar Chase was kind of held in check, six grabs, 54 yards, and mm-hmm. a touchdown. Uh, Higgins had a huge game, six for 103. Uh, it was really unfortunate to see Uzama get injured. I heard it was an MCL sprain, and he could be ready for the Super Bowl. So that'll be uh, some encouraging signs for the Bengals if they can get him back for the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Uh, Mahomes, 26-39, 275, three touchdowns and two interceptions, sacked four times. Definitely probably one of his worst games, I would say, since his slump um, ended. What was that? Probably about you know October, November-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, McKinnon, three grabs for 30 yards, uh, receiving 12 carries, 65 yards. Edwards Hilaire only had six for 36. Uh, Kelsey, 10 grabs, 95 and a touchdown. Tyreek, seven grabs, 78. Uh, nobody had more than 50 yards other than that, though. Um, it was just, you know, the Chiefs, if they would have just, you know, a couple plays here or there, 
and we could have been talking Chiefs Rams. It was just an incredible story that the Bengals ended up winning this game. What were some of your thoughts on this uh, win by I was, the Bengals? I was rooting for the Bengals in this game. I um, I was impressed with what they did against Tennessee. Joe Burrow being the first quarterback to you know win a playoff game after being sacked ten. I think it was nine, ten times. It was McNabb was the other, and he had eight, I believe. That was a phenomenal performance he put together, and he's been putting them together all year in, you know, what, what's what been a great year for Joe Burrow. And I, I really think next year we're going to be considering him, you know, in, a, in in the Mahomes category, you know, just like just after last year when Justin Herbert had his year. We were talking Justin Herbert top ten. I think Joe Burrow with, with retirements of Brady, Big Ben, is going to be in that top ten conversation come next season um he he proved it to me in this game because joe burrow was he he was making some throws in this game he he's obviously got good options in chase and you know uh higgins i believe higgins had a phenomenal catch i I forget what quarter it was but it made me just i was just extremely impressed with the team that the Bengals have constructed like you mentioned they only got burrow a season ago with the first pick they got Higgins last year. They got Chase this year. These three guys, even Mixon, I believe, was maybe a year or two before Burrow, but the team they have constructed is, is I think, going to be what other teams around the NFL are going to look to. I think they're going to become a model for how you, you know, some of it was luck, definitely. Uh, the Chiefs made a lot of mistakes in this game. When it, I believe it was 21-3, I think, before the half, and they were – the Chiefs were knocking on the door to score again. I think you mentioned this. And for some reason, when I, Mahomes was in the shotgun, there was a little close-up shot on him. And the first thing I thought was, man, this kind of reminds me of the first matchup they had. Chiefs come out the gate pretty strong. The Bengals get a score. And then all of a sudden, it's just Bengals. It's just Chase having three touchdowns. Chase didn't have that performance this time around, but the Bengals still put it together. And mostly, it was that defense. Hendrickson was chasing Mahomes to the sideline. He was out of breath after one of the Hubbard. Games. Hubbard almost fell on that fumble. I mean, it, that would have obviously changed the you know it would have changed the outcome of the game, but it mm-hmm. would have made it a little less dramatic. Obviously, the Bengals were one of the teams. I believe it was the Raiders were the other one. We when we were breaking down you know divisions, we talked about who's even on this Bengals team on the defense. Who could you name? At that point, we could maybe name Hubbard. We could maybe name Jesse Bates if we wanted to. And Hendrickson was a little more, you know, not, you know, not really as well known. This defense has, you know, improved drastically. You mentioned Von, Von Bell, Bell, two interceptions. Eli Apple. Eli Apple almost had that pick. He should have had that pick before Von Bell had it on the deep shot. And, and uh, it's funny because when Sean Payton, uh, you know, announced his stepping back. He mentioned, I think they were talking about guys who were formerly on the team and, the, and who are now in the playoffs. And he and he congratulated a couple of the other guys. But he, when it came to someone said Eli, he said, "Yeah, sure." Like he wasn't really, you know, you know, commending him in any way. And it was just interesting. I really, I really was hoping he would have got that pick there, and then it could have just been like, you know, Eli Apple gets a pick after Sean Payton doesn't really give him, mm-hmm. you know, credit. And uh, didn't pan out that way, but we're, I'm super excited to see the Bengals, you know, in the Super Bowl for just the battle of number nines. That's the Super Bowl we're getting. Two number nines at the quarterback, two, you know, of, of the greatest quarterbacks, you know, I think that are going to ever see this league. I think Joe Burrow has phenomenal potential. Um, I don't know if you, you saw the outfit he was wearing on the way to the stadium. Mm-hmm. 
that that picture to me was just that's baller. And I yeah, it made me think back to when uh he they won LSU one and he was, you know, with the, the cigar. cigar. Did you see the picture with him with Joe Burrow's dad and Jamar Chase's dad doing smoking the, the cigars in the like, uh, parking lot after the game? I gotta look it up right now. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Um, but then you know, obviously Joe Burrow, you know, dude's just incredible. I mean, he's taken over the city of Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bengals, they they you know basically they've captivated the city. Cincinnati schools already said that they were um, canceling classes the day after the Super Bowl, anticipating a Bengal win. And, you know, the city just going in an absolute pandemonium. And, you know, I'm obviously we're, – we're huge Stafford fans here. Mm-hmm. Most of the city still loves him. But, you know, I would almost not feel as bad if, you know, he wasn't able to get this one and mm-hmm. Cincinnati was able to win this Super Bowl. It would be cool to see Joe Burrow go from, just you the know – The story. LSU. Just the story. To LSU to this. You know, he'd be the third player um, of all time to win a Heisman, a national championship, and a Super Bowl. That's and incredible. it would take it would have only taken him three years to do all that. Yeah, we keep forgetting that that historic 2019 season he had with LSU, with Justin Jefferson, with Jamar Chase, with Clyde mm-hmm. Edwards Hilaire, with Delpit, and um, you know Thaddeus Moss, mm-hmm. and some of the other great guys that were on that team that we haven't mentioned. That was only two years ago. Mm-hmm. That was only that national championship Crazy. game in New Orleans was like two years ago, like three weeks, you know, in three yeah. weeks ago, basically. And now he's sitting here. He's going to be playing in like 13 or 12 days or how many ever days away we mm-hmm. are from it from possibly winning his first Super Bowl and doing all that in a, basically a 25 month, you know, 26 mm-hmm. month process. That's crazy. Just, it blows, it blows your mind once you think about it. I mean, the, the Bengals speaking of, you know, accolades, they're the first team in NFL history to have a 4,000 yard passer, 1,000 yard rusher and 2,000 yard receivers, all 25 or younger in the same season. Wow. And that's that just gives the testament to what they've built, what they've able to do. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a question for you because last year, Justin Herbert, that was his year. This year is Joe Burrow's year out of that class, I would say. Um, how do you feel, you know, about wh- who who would you take just based on, you know, what has happened this at this point in the career? How do you feel? Um, do you think they'll have a rivalry going through the years? Oh, I could see it for sure, yeah. You know, both coming from the 2020 draft class, you know, mm-hmm. both being top, whatever. I think they were both top 10 picks. I think Herbert was in the top 10. Mm-hmm. And, you know, based on the way that their teams are heading, you know, the Chargers are heading in that direction, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think the Bengals are here to stay for a few years. Mm-hmm. So, yes, definitely. Could we see this as a divisional round mm-hmm. or an AFC, AFC championship game down the road? Oh, yes, we can for sure. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think it's going to be, you know, Chiefs and Bills have their rivalry. I can mm-hmm. see Bengals, Chargers stepping right up into that, you know, in that mix. Um, it's going to be could interesting. We, could we be getting our next Manning-Brady, you know? We, yeah. we'll, we'll have to see for sure. Definitely with Brady retiring, Manning, you know, a couple years ago, we could potentially see Rodgers gone. Our our new quarterbacks have been, you know, pretty much oh, this, selected. This generation of, of players has us in a good spot. Mm-hmm. With Lamar, with Josh Allen with mm-hmm. Mahomes with Herbert with Burrow with mm-hmm. Stafford guys even. That, Stafford guys that even haven't even come out yet you know guys mm-hmm. that are coming up in the draft or still in college and whatnot Trevor this, Lawrence this potentially be, this generation is going to be pretty sad I think mm-hmm. all right moving on here to the second of the uh, title games we have the uh, it was another close game 
Uh-huh. Pretty low scoring game, I think. Obviously, you know, the Rams and 49ers, they've been playing some pretty low scoring games this year. Um, obviously, with the two first two going to San Francisco, and you really thought for a little while that that third game was also going to go to the 49ers. But uh-huh. what a blitzing comeback by Matthew Stafford and the, and the Rams. You know, uh-huh. we've seen it. We've seen it on, you know, 25, 30 times over our, you know, our watching times, you know, watching of Matthew Stafford and whatnot. And I never, I never a doubt, man. I mean, he mm-hmm. went down seventeen to seven in the third quarter. They started driving down the field, and I thought, okay, there's, there's no way that there's no doubt that they're gonna win this. Mm-hmm. And you know, everybody was saying, oh no, you know, it's the 49ers. and they have Debo Samuel, and and their defense is so good, and, and they beat them twice already. Well, why do you think that? Why do you think that Stafford's gonna come back and win this game? You know, you just look back and and watch mm-hmm. the tape. That connection that he has with Cooper Cup, it mm-hmm. has to be one of the best wide receiver quarterback duos that we have right now in the NFL. Mm-hmm. OBJ stepped up and had a huge game, I think. I think without OBJ, some of those catches that he made in that game, mm-hmm. I honestly don't think the Rams win this game. I understand you're going to look back at the highlight films, and you're going to look, look back at the stat sheet, and it's going to be, oh, Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford's connection won them this game. Mm-hmm. Look back and watch a little bit of the highlights and see some of the plays that Odell made, mm-hmm. them, and especially on that final drive to lead down there to get the, the tie or the go-ahead field goal. I believe there was a couple third down catches that OBJ made. Mm-hmm. Obviously the big one was the cup, you know, it was like a 35 or 40 yard catch, almost a touchdown at that point. Mm-hmm. But everybody's going to be, that's exactly what everybody's going to be looking at. But OBJ had a huge game, um, you know, pulling up his stats here. He had nine for 113. Yeah. Cup's going to have the shiny 11 catches, 142, two touchdowns. Uh, Kendall Blanton really stepped up, I thought, huge uh, when mm-hmm. Tyler Higby went out uh, in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Blanton had five grips for 57 yards. Uh, Akers, 48 yards, 13 carries. He was on a huge, really, really big pace, probably for a 75 or 80-yard game until the shoulder injury popped up again, mm-hmm. which is going to be something to watch for the Super Bowl. Uh, Michelle kind of struggled a little bit. At least they have that backup plan in Sony Michelle, uh, you know, that pretty much started most of the season after Akers had uh, torn his Achilles in training camp. Uh, Stafford, 31 to 45, 337, two touchdowns and a pick, only sacked twice. Uh, that interception, what was that, in the first quarter, I believe, on the second drive, mm-hmm. really wasn't entirely his fault. You know, it could have been prevented, yes, but it wasn't entirely his fault. Um, uh, 49ers stats-wise, uh, Garoppolo, 16 to 30, 232, two touchdowns and a pick. He was not sacked. Uh, he finally went over 200 yards in a game uh, in the playoffs, mm-hmm. which was, was pretty exciting. You know, you thought if maybe if they hit that 200-yard plateau, that maybe the 49ers would win the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Debo Samuel, seven carries, 26 yards, four catches, 72, and a touchdown. That was an incredible 44-yard touchdown that he had. Mm-hmm. I feel guys for him. Miss. I, I, you really do. And that was just great sportsmanship by Odell Beckham mm-hmm. at the end of the game. To go over there, you can clearly see that Debo Samuel was obviously, you know, any any athlete in that situation is going to be defeated. But, I mean, Debo Samuel was really down after that game. And it was just a great, great mentorship. You know, hopefully Odell can be that mentor for him in that division to really mm-hmm. help Evo Samuel grow into a great wide receiver. You know, not that he already isn't a great one to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, Elijah Mitchell, the, the key in this game was the run the run defense by the Rams. Mm-hmm. Elijah Mitchell was going for 70, 80, 85-yard games in the postseason, even late in the season. Mm-hmm. They held him to 11 carries and 20 yards. It was Von uh, Miller. I, it was Von Miller and Aaron Donald, and that's going to be the story of the Super Bowl, I think, is them versus that Bengals offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, I four grabs, 69 yards. Elijah Mitchell had 50 yards in the receiving game, though, including a 21-yard grab. Kittle found mm-hmm. the end zone in the third quarter. Everybody thought maybe that would be the dagger, but it wasn't. Um, just just a great comeback by the 40 or by the Rams. Uh, mm-hmm. and great, great defensive work at the end of the game. You know, easily they could have let Garoppolo march down that field and get a field goal, and we could have seen our second uh title game go to overtime. But uh, 
I really, really want to know why Garoppolo threw that ball behind his back backwards or mm-hmm. upside down or however he threw that ball. Whatever he was thinking. It, it was just, you know, it was one of those plays that really made you shake your head. And it's just a sad, that's sad that that's how that game had to end. It reminded me of because Carson really Wentz's good left game. hand. Yeah, oh, the left-hander when he threw against uh, the, what was it, the Titans? I think, I think he threw it against seven. the 49ers. It was a pick. Or did he throw against the 49ers? Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. you're right. You're right. That's that the, uh, the monsoon game or whatever it was. It was earlier in the season. Maybe Garoppolo studied Wentz. Maybe that's what happened. He, maybe he, he did. He was prospecting him. It was definitely a sad way for that game to end because I really mm-hmm. wanted to – no, not that I wanted a complete drama, but if you told me that's kind of how the way that game ended, I would have been a mm-hmm. little disappointed, to be honest with you. All right, what were your thoughts on this game? Never have I been more stressed for any game in my oh, whole life. For sure, man. I was, I felt like I was watching a Lions game. I, I really know. did. <laughs> and it, it, it was with some interesting things came about from it. First off, the Rams jerseys. I hated them at first. I don't I'm mind. Starting them. to fall in love. I'm starting to fall in love with those jerseys. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe it's just seeing Stafford. Maybe it's whatever. But the blue and the yellow at first. The way they did it, I still don't like the away uniforms. I, still I don't. don't. I don't think I ever liked the away uniforms. The home ones, though, were not the that ones, bad. No, they're not horrible. It's going to be awesome to see, you know, Stafford in the Super Bowls. And the really uh, what comes about it revealed the Bengals are wearing the black unis. Black unis versus blue. Versus the, yeah, those are those. This could be a really good uniform matchup. I think that's going to be the coolest matchup we've ever had. That's going to be awesome. Um, I think. You know, with Stafford making the Super Bowl, it made me so proud. Um, like you mentioned, Odell balled out. And and the one thing that they've been talking about over the last couple of weeks, which, you know, Odell's been categorized as, you know, a diva throughout his career. And there's been moments, the Gatorade thing, the you know, his dad the kicking posting. that. <laughs> there's been a lot. But who, who could ever forget the whole? Uh, remember when he took the Giants wide receivers on the boat down in Miami before yeah. they played the uh, Packers? And that what was that. Probably a 2016, 2017 wildcard game, I think. I think so, and they were never that good at, after They've that. They've never been the same since. And uh, Odell, though, Matthew Stafford said one thing. He said, you know what, Odell's, you know, he knows what it takes. He's smart about the game. You know, we've seen Cooper Cup be out there telling him, you know, where to line up when he didn't know at first. Mm-hmm. But overall, like you said, he was an extreme difference maker in this matchup. Just in terms of, you know, I think he dropped one earlier. It hit his hands early. I think it was the first drive, right? But yeah. he redeemed himself with, with the key catches when they needed him. Cooper Cup, you can't go to him every play because the problem is, you know, though they know you if, if if they know where it's going, it makes it harder. But to have basically Odell Beckham and Cooper Cup, you've got two, I would say, top five receivers. When Odell's in his top form, he's a top ten receiver. Cooper Cup is probably gonna be offensive player of the year, just based on, you know, the season he's had, he's mm-hmm. at least triple a crown, you know, triple crown with uh, receiving yards, touchdowns, mm-hmm. and receptions, almost breaking um, Calvin Johnson's single season record. I think he what was he 15, 20 yards short, something like that. I believe so. But and, uh, uh, you know, what an incredible season by him. I mean, obviously this team would not be where they are without Cooper Cup. He, he had like pretty much all of the yards on that last drive, I think. Mm-hmm. He, he was going across the middle. It was that one play. I think he slants. He he just goes. He just takes off. He almost off. broke, right? Yeah, and he you could he got up and he just put his arms down, yelled to the sky. That that was the moment I knew. There was mm-hmm. no doubt in my mind they were about to score. They were about to you know win this game. And um, like I said, never been more stressed. But also, 
I've never been more happy. Stafford, it sucks because we know the Lions are the problem, but we've known that. Mm-hmm. Stafford well, goes from for years. <laughs> Detroit Lions to Super Bowl. Yeah, that's, that's what that, that's what I think. You know, this this was our Super Bowl and um had he not gotten there, I would have obviously been rooting for the Bengals. It's gonna be tough now. I like both, but I gotta go Stafford. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to root. Is that what's was that what it's gonna feel like when the if if you know in our our life lifetimes if uh-huh. the Rams or the Lions ever make an NFC championship game? It would I think it would be even better. Do you think we're going to be that stressed, or do you think it's going to be a little better? Uh, the thing is with the Lions, I've learned to not really get my hopes up. But at the same exactly. time, when it came to this game, I didn't think I would be like that. No, I didn't either until it, got, until it got to the fourth quarter. Until it got to the point where 17-7, like you're saying. Once they got that rhythm, it was good. But at, looking at that score and looking at the time left, I was like, how are they going to shut down the 49ers and mm-hmm. – get, you know, offensively something going, and they did both. The yep. defense hit a new gear. Ramsey was pretty mad about. I think he missed that pick. But uh, mm-hmm. overall. Like Him getting into it with Robbie Gold at the end of the first half was very interesting. It's I never really weird. heard any story about that. You know. uh, they didn't talk about it on the broadcast. You obviously uh-huh. saw the long snapper trying to break up what happened. Uh-huh. And um, the refs had to get involved. The teams started spilling out of the field and everything. It was just a very odd situation that happened. And there's nothing Jalen, about it. Jalen Ramsey's an, an interesting individual. Let's put it that way. Great player and all. He's been does, interesting. Does he talk a lot? Does he talk a lot? Yeah. But... Mm-hmm. Does he back it up while well, he dropped the pick and he yeah, fought yeah, the he, kicker? I wouldn't say he's the best corner in the league, but, mm-hmm. you know, he thinks he is, so. I think we'll let, we'll let Jalen Ramsey think whatever he wants to think about himself. Clearly, he does. I he's he's beefing with a kicker. Like, come on, man. Exactly. I wonder if he'll he'll. My first thought was, will he try to get out of the Rams? I mean, I don't think he would if they're winning. But at the same time, like Jacksonville, they went to the you know AFC. They went to the AFC Championship game exactly. And then he goes, "All right, I'm out. I'm a, I'm I'm uh, trade me right now." Like. I remember watching Hard Knocks when they did the, the L.A. Hard Knocks last year. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was a scene where he was looking for houses mm-hmm. in, in the L.A. area, in the Inglewood area. And I, uh-huh. I, I just that makes me think that I just don't think he's going to leave. Mm-hmm. Because they're building, great, they're building a great defense around him. Von mm-hmm. Miller, you know, Aaron Donald's going to be there for some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were talking, I think, on the broadcast of either the divisional round or the NFC Championship game, where he said that he wants to retire as a Ram. Mm-hmm. So he probably he, will. You have Ashawn Robinson still there. Um, um, Leonard Floyd just came over from the Bears a couple years ago in free agency. Taylor Rapp's pretty good in that secondary. Uh, Dante Dion's really stepped up this year. Uh, that was a guy that really they focused on on hard knocks a lot. Uh, what's that guy's last name? I think Williams, number 11. Mm-hmm. He was on IU. He had a really good game. And then, obviously, you know, that offense is, is lethal. Now, yes, they're going to lose Whitworth probably to retirement this year because he, he's getting up there in age and whatnot. But uh, that offensive line is probably the only thing that team would really have to worry about, I think. Yeah. It's going to be um, – if they can do what the Titans did to Joe Burrow, you know, sacking them nine times, they'll be in better shape. But at the same time, Joe Burrow's tough. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is a battle to me of toughness. Uh, Stafford, known to take insane hits over the years. Burrow – He took some hits. He took some hits in this game and got right back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that obviously that helmet to helmet on the interception with Fred Warner. I don't know how you missed that call. Yeah. 
There were a couple calls that they missed in that game big. Uh, Warner had a couple unnecessary hits. Uh, He had a taunting penalty, I think, that they missed. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I think they've thrown that whole taunting penalty out in the playoffs. Uh Even though they called that taunting on that when they meant late hit i was a little confused on that mm-hmm. i don't remember who somebody jumped on a pile i think in the third down in the fourth quarter i don't know why they called it a <laughs> a taunting but it definitely was a unnecessary roughness penalty the refs um, are you know i think we need new refs again yeah some of these these refs they they just need to go some of them just aren't good honestly i know that when we play the packers we always like get the same ref it and to me, like we do. to me, we need to rotate like... refs. Yeah. That are, mm-hmm. There need to be, you know, I don't know. They need to be updated every year. They need to be – because we've seen so many games this year determined by the refs. Obviously, that's just going to happen. In a sport like this, the refs, really, they have all the power. They can yeah. decide what to call and what not to call. Stafford blatantly gets hit by Fred Warner. There's nothing. But, you know, phantom face mask happens. It's like, come on. You have video evidence and you don't call anything. To me, that's where we gotta. It's got to get better. I understand they tried that with a pass interference a couple uh-huh. years ago, but they really they need to do a sky judge. Uh-huh. Or they need something because some like I mean Super Bowls. The word we're talking about the Super Bowl coming up here in a few weeks. You know those those kind of plays could determine who wins a championship. And I think if anybody ever got screwed out of that situation, gosh forbid there's a call that that really hampers the Bengals or the Rams from winning next Sunday mm-hmm. which just be which just be horrible I think I hope not so far the past couple of Super Bowls I don't feel like have been determined by the refs but mm-hmm. you just never can rule them out no you know it only takes one it only takes one bad referee one bad call uh-huh deciding to not pick up a flag whatever whatever the case may be uh-huh all right, but we'll have way more next week on the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll have we'll try to do the same. Uh, I'll have to find it from last year. We'll try to do the same, you know, breakdown and, and, and such. Uh-huh. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break here, and when we return from this quick break, we will be talking Tom Brady hanging it up after 22 seasons. All right, back here for our second and final segment of the afternoon slash evening. Uh, some big news that came out of the NFL on, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, on Saturday. Um, it was reported that by multiple sources that Tom Brady had decided to call it a career after 22 seasons. Uh, then we got some more shocking news about an hour later that it sounds like that was not meant to come out and that Tom Brady was not, a keyword, not going to retire. And that he had not made up his mind, but he was going to have, <clears throat> pardon me, his mind made up by the end of ne- this coming week. And then we got the news yesterday morning at about 10 a.m. that, um, you know, you get huge Instagram posts and everything mm-hmm. that Tom Brady had decided to officially call it a career after unofficially calling it a career a few days before. So 22 seasons, seven Super Bowls, you know, countless, countless huge accolades by Tom Brady. Funny thing I found out about, you know, reading that post, it was, <clears throat> pardon me, it was all about Tampa. Mm. It really didn't make any sense to me at all. That, you know, he thanked Tampa for two seasons, basically, uh-huh. when he had 20 seasons in New England where he won six Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I want to lead off with what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it speaks to, you know, the way they left things in New England. It was not pretty. It was not, you know, we may never know the full story of, or, you know, if we get an eventual, you know, Last Dance, Tom Brady-esque documentary years later. Maybe that could come out then, but as of now, we really have no idea, you know, 
what truly led to him leaving New England. Um, he took pay cuts while he was there for, you know, the better part of his career. Um, him and Belichick you seemed to be the perfect, you know, coach-quarterback duo up until, you know, it was, you know, announced that they would not be bringing Tom Brady back. And then, you know, he obviously went to Tampa Bay. I think it's very interesting that he does not even mention it um, in the post. And uh, it just, I think it just speaks to the way they left it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then he came out later in the day. I believe he tweeted, you know, thank you, Patriots Nation, for everything. And then the report started circling around that he uh, is planning, you know, before, I think, I don't know, if, I don't know if they have to wait till the league year starts in uh, mm-hmm. April or March or whenever it starts. But it sounds like he's going to sign a one day contract with the Patriots to mm. officially retire the New England Patriot. And I'm sure. That's when you'll get you'll get the press conference and mm. get all the emotions and everything that comes out of mm-hmm. that. And um, but I mean, you can't you can't write the Tom Brady chapter or Tom Brady book without Tampa. But obviously, you know, you wouldn't mm. have a Tom Brady book without what he did in New England. Uh, just, exactly. You know, I was never a Tom Brady fan. I mean, I was a little bit maybe growing up, but then mm. you know the whole the whole Deflate Gate thing really threw me off. The Spy Gate. Mm-hmm. You know, I just always labeled Tom Brady as that kind of – he was a good guy, don't get me wrong. You know, he's just one of those guys that I really didn't enjoy. You know, I enjoyed mm-hmm. watching him. I respected him as a player. Wasn't a fan, though. But, I mean, mm-hmm. just looking at some of his career accomplishments, obviously the seven Super Bowls is what's going to stand out. Fifteen Pro Bowls, three times all pro. Mm-hmm. He was on the all-2000s team, according to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. All, all Hall of Fame, all-2010s team. He was the AP Offensive Player of the Year in 2007. Uh, the PW or PFWA Offensive Player of the Year also in 2007. The AP Comeback Player of the Year in 2009 after that Achilles injury in 2008. Uh, obviously also won the P, uh, PFWA Comeback Player of the Year in 2009. AP Offensive Player of the Year in 2010. And the PFWA Offensive Player of the Year in 2010 as well. Mm-hmm. You know, just I- incredible number seven. Like I mentioned, the seven Super Bowls. He pro- I don't, did he ever win an MVP, a Super Bowl MVP? I don't think he did. Which is Super Bowl Tom about. Brady? Yeah. I thought he had a maybe one. I mean, even looking back some of his game logs this year, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, five touchdowns against Atlanta. Crazy. 411 and five touchdowns against Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in a loss, 375, four touchdowns against New Orleans, four touchdowns mm-hmm. against Atlanta, three touchdowns against Carolina, you know, three against the Jets. You know, he didn't – he really – his worst game this year was 214 yards in that shutout against the Saints, 9 nothing mm-hmm. ball, where he didn't throw a touchdown, he threw an interception. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, his worst, his worst season where he played a full season, he played – Every year, but 2016 and 2008, he played a full season. Mm-hmm. Obviously, 2016, he had the four-game suspension because of Deflategate, and then 2008 yep. is when he, um, he tore his Achilles. Mm-hmm. His worst season was 2016. You know, his first full season was 30, was 3,700 yards. Mm-hmm. He finishes his career with 84,520 yards, completing 64% of his passes. The crazy thing about Tom Brady's career did not have a 70% completion percentage season. Mm-hmm. His closest was in that record-breaking uh, 2007 season. 68.9 completion percentage, 4,806 4, yards, and 50 touchdowns. I don't know if 50 touchdowns. I mean, obviously with the extra game this, this you know, coming up here in the near mm-hmm. future, I see that record possibly being touched. Mm-hmm. But honestly, you know, you look at Ryan, Randy Moss broke the receiving record in the, with 21 touchdowns. I don't think that gets broken. Honestly, mm-hmm. not an at extra all. game. Um, but, you know, 203 interceptions only screwed to 624 touchdowns. Mm. He had a touchdown percentage of almost five and a half, almost 6% with an interception rate of his career of less than 2%. That's incredible mm. to think of, you know. 
averaged averaged seven and a half yards per attempt and two hundred and sixty five point eight yards per game. Um, he was, I guess, really if you if you boil it down over twenty two years, he was only sacked five hundred and forty three times. I don't think that's horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but just the incredible numbers. You look at him, fourth quarter comebacks, forty two in his career, including mm-hmm. five in um, two thousand thirteen and four in two thousand and seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, 43 game-winning drives, including five, and then four, obviously, in the 2013 and 2017 season. But he had five game-winning drives this year and three fourth-quarter comebacks. Mm-hmm. It's insane. I said at the start of the season, I believe when we were talking about MVPs, that I thought Tom Brady would win the MVP this year. Now I think he has really good odds, and I think it's it's really just him and Rodgers, I think, in the conversation at this point. I really hope it goes to Tom Brady in his final season. Um, I think it would be fitting. He didn't necessarily get to cap off the career with the Super Bowl, but if he gets the MVP, I think that's all the same. I think mm-hmm. he deserves it. You mentioned the stat lines. Five touchdowns in games, three in games. He, he At only 44 re- years old, he's it's throwing a, five touchdown insane. games twice in, a, in mm-hmm. a season. He was – Probably playing this year at his best he's ever played at you know his oldest, and um, I I really think had they completed that comeback versus the Rams, they would have had a good shot to beat the 49ers. I think it would have been hard, you know, missing that. What derailed them was AB leaving, Godwin mm-hmm. tearing, you know, his ACL. They they got off to you know honestly bad Evans, weeks, but Evans wasn't a hundred percent. I don't think coming mm-hmm. back. That hamstring issue was a week by week deal, and I don't think he's one hundred percent. And you know, he could have been the number one guy. He could have been the number one guy if he was healthy. Mm-hmm. Rely on an injured player to be your number one, and they just the inexperience of Scotty Miller, the inexperience mm-hmm. of Tyler Johnson, uh, Gronk was that you can't throw the ball to Evans and Gronk every play, mm-hmm. and that's what really hampered them. Fournette was amazing, but mm-hmm. he got hurt. He was hurt as well. Yeah, a couple weeks he missed. He comes back. He's phenomenal in both playoff games. Uh, I read the stat yes, last you week. Know. Seven, I think he had seven consecutive t- games. Well, the seven. Of the season. Uh-huh. It, it's insane. That, I think his that, last that playoff shows numbers. shows how valuable he is. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't think that will ever be touched. I honestly, I don't want it to ever be touched. I think, he, you know, love him or hate him, he he came to win. He was MJ for football. He he makes the team better. He might be yep. a little bit of an ass, but you know, he's pushing you at the end of the day and it's you know, it's it's speaks to his competitive drive and it's it was phenomenal to watch. Um I think it's also fitting they they did Man of Arena just, you know, this last mm-hmm. season I believe it came out and it highlighted all the Super Bowls. Did it have an episode with this last Tampa Bay one? I have no idea. I honestly, I think I only got three episodes mm-hmm. in. I just, you know, I haven't watched the last seven yet. I think they did each one of his Super Bowls that he made. It wasn't that he mm-hmm. had to win them. Mm-hmm. It was each one. So they, that was 10 then. So obviously number 10 would have been last year. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's fitting, you know, with them doing that. I know we're probably going to get a Brady documentary within, you know, the next couple of years or down the line where it maybe highlights, you know, the aftermath of his career too. Mm-hmm. his retirement, all that. I think, you know, we'll get a pretty extensive Last Dance-esque thing. I really think we will. Um, but, you know, what a career. And all of this from a sixth-round draft mm-hmm. pick. Sixth-rounder, and, you know, he was the Brady, what did they call it, the Brady uh, 7, right? Yeah, I believe so. The Brady 7 was an NFL Films documentary. Seven mm-hmm. quarterbacks were taken before this man. 
And this man, you know, turns he goes from a sixth round pick to the greatest quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even. I don't think he started a full season when he went to school at Michigan. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't, I don't sitting behind so. Brian. I believe he sat behind Brian Greasy, and then mm-hmm. the whole Bledsoe thing. You know, mm-hmm. it took basically Bledsoe having a almost career-ending injury for mm-hmm. Tom Brady to see the field. Mm-hmm. You know, we always go look back in history. Well, what if that never happened? Mm-hmm. What if Drew Bledsoe never got injured? Mm-hmm. What if Tom? Would Tom Brady have even? If Tom Brady doesn't win a Super Bowl in his first season, mm-hmm. does he even win seven? Mm-hmm. If he's not drafted to the Patriots, does well? What does his career end up being? You know, we could play this "what if" game obviously all mm-hmm. night, but you know, it's just it's crazy to look back at history with with a great you know competitor like this and just imagine mm-hmm. what if. It makes me think about you know what players haven't we seen? Mm-hmm. What 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 you know what could happen in other ways? Mm-hmm. You know, what could happen if you know Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay for another three years or something? Mm-hmm. You know, Jordan Love doesn't get his chance or. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You know, we could be missing out on the next Brady. He could be mm-hmm. backing up. For all we know, Tim Boyle could be the next Tom Brady. I doubt it. Uh, I I think we're gonna have to stretch. We're gonna have to stop stretching yeah. that out because I've watched him play. Yeah, he I agree. No, nowhere near Tom Brady. Maybe if he gets a Randy Moss, you know. But even then, <laughs> maybe maybe Jared Goff had some Tom Brady like games this year. I mean, he not, did not have... definitely comparing him. They they played each other in the Super Bowl though. A lot of people forget that. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff had the Super worst Bowl. Super Bowl performance out of a quarterback, I would say, I think. I just hope the Rams, you know, they they, they watch that. I know mm-hmm. a lot of those guys still aren't on the team. Mm-hmm. Even though it was only, what, three years ago? It was it 2019, right? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Because that was Brady's last Super Bowl with New England, his last mm-hmm. win. I just hope that some of those Rams players go back and watch that Super Bowl and just mm-hmm. make a vow that that never happens again. Did they uh... – they scored a field goal, or did they? Because even score? yeah, I think they. I think it was thirteen to three. It was. It was the most boring Super Bowl ever. Mm-hmm. It was in Atlanta. It was thirteen to three. You know, it was just. It was a bad Super Bowl, and I just hope that the Rams learn from that. Maybe mm-hmm. they learn from that, and we get a better one. You know, this time around, it's going to definitely help that the Rams have a home game. I think the star power in this game is just insane mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball. Um, defensively and offensively, you look at you know the Rams and their the NFLs. Super team in terms of just, you know, names based on, you know, the recognition. And then you have the young guys on uh, Cincinnati who we, he, we've continually brought up throughout the playoffs and throughout the season. It's going to be a really good Super Bowl, I have no doubt. Um, it's going to be weird watching it without Tom Brady, though. Definitely. Sorry, I think I heard something that's the first Super Bowl without Rodgers, Brady, or the um, Niners or something. Somebody, somebody else in like four years mm-hmm. or something. Maybe Mahomes. I don't mm-hmm. know. But it's definitely, definitely an interesting one. Mm-hmm. That uh, some history. Hopefully, will get made. You know, somebody's gonna win their first Super Bowl in a very long time. Mm-hmm. I think the Bengals. The Bengals. I don't know if the Bengals have honestly ever won a Super Bowl. I don't know if they've ever won, and I think they've only been to one. Yeah, I know Maybe they, they went match. nineteen. What was it? Nineteen eighty-five. They went. Mm-hmm. I think they had to beat the Bills that, or something. We almost got that uh, that Bengals 49ers rematch. Mm-hmm. That would, would have been, been good. Yeah, Nineteen eighty nine was that was that game when it was a uh, it was a blowout. They played in Super Bowl twenty three and Super Bowl sixteen. Mm-hmm. So they have never won one, which is going to be very interesting. You know, a lot a lot on the line there. Obviously, the Rams. I think they won. You know, with with Eric Dickerson, Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner. They they really gone. I know that for sure. Mm-hmm. 
We sound like great football experts here, not knowing who's won Super Bowls. And... We know the Lions have. It. Yeah, we, we, we definitely know that. We're, we're definitely pretty sure in, in guessing that they will never win one. But I'm maybe, pretty confident. Maybe we get lucky. You never know. Mm-hmm. Maybe we draft um, Tom Brady Jr. when he comes out of the womb. Or, I mean, he's probably already out of the womb. I think he's kissing his dad or something right now. Oh, my God. That, that's Okay, that's enough that's, of that. That's, that's one thing that, you know, is always going to be on Tom Brady's career, too, I think. Yeah. Which is, which is unfortunate, but, you know, hey, that's just the way I guess he decided to live his life. To each their own, I guess. Yeah, right. All right, well, uh, if you don't have anything else to say, uh, that's going to wrap it up for a very mm-hmm. condensed episode of Dill and I'll Talk NFL, um, episode number 92. Uh, not really too much to talk about, obviously. We, we, we spent our time with the uh, AFC and the NFC Championship game, but obviously without the Brady mm-hmm. news, that probably would have been it today. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we'll definitely have more big, you know, possible retirements, possible, you know, free agent acquisitions and whatnot over the next couple weeks, months. Obviously waiting on the... Um, decision of Rob Gronkowski without Brady gone. Obviously, mm-hmm. Gronk has never – I don't think Gronk's ever played without Tom Brady in the league. I don't believe so. I think when he retired is when he left uh, Tampa, mm-hmm. right? Yep. No, no. No, no, no. I think there it was, was the year, year before. There was the year before, yeah. Pardon me. Uh, but, yeah, we're obviously waiting on Gronk. We're waiting on um, you know, free agency. We're waiting on the whole Rodgers ordeal. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some news coming out this week that sounds like Garoppolo may be getting traded, which is very interesting. You know, the 49ers basically, you know, they're a quarterback away. Mm-hmm. And that, that brings up the point that I brought up last week. Do you think Aaron Rodgers – I think that just solidifies the chance of Aaron Rodgers going back. That's his home. I think Aaron Rodgers goes, and I think Aaron Rodgers goes to a Super Bowl. That's my he, bold prediction. Oh, he would definitely, with that team, make a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. If they had anybody but Jimmy Garoppolo. I, heck, I almost think if Trey Lance was the quarterback in the 49ers in that game, mm-hmm. that they may have had a better chance than with Jimmy Garoppolo. Honestly – they should have given him, you know, a better chance to play this season because he got a couple with Garoppolo out, but they, it never felt like they fully believed in him. If, if he could have got some backing, I think he could have won in this game because scrambling ability, that's just, you know, you, you can only do so much as a pass rusher. We've mm-hmm. seen great, you know, quarterbacks, you know, elude great defenses. Lamar Jackson yeah. comes to mind. I know he's been shut down by a few defenses, but – I think, you know, this game could have been a lot different had they had a different quarterback for sure. For sure. Uh, but, you know, we'll obviously have more news and notes and everything as, you know, we're almost into the off season. unfortunately. You know, we're, the, the two episodes from now, we will have no live action to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting ready for the draft, obviously, that's very exciting. Um, I'm starting to see a lot of combine invites being accepted and whatnot. Pro mm-hmm. days being scheduled and, and, you know, mock drafts keep coming out. Uh, we're going to try to keep doing the same thing that we did last year. I think we're going to break it down top five position by position. And then I think we, we did with all the positions and everything. I think we made – did we do kickers, punters last year? I do not believe so. I think we. I, I think I want to do kickers and punters this we year. We got it. McPherson came punt, out. There is a punter mm-hmm. by the name of Matt Ariza mm-hmm. that went to San Diego State, and that guy is one of the greatest punters I think I've seen in college football. Mm-hmm. If you get some time – you included and including our audience, if you have not watched this man play, look it up on YouTube. Bet. Matt Ariza, it, it'll blow your mind that this guy's a punter and that, mm-hmm. you know, there's that much hype around a boring position. You know, we label, we have the punters have stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And this guy definitely defies the stereotype of a punter. Very exciting to watch. Uh, and then obviously we'll break down all the positions and everything before that. And then we'll get, I think we did a mock draft. I think we did like a mock top 10 and a mock Lions draft. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe that's when we start involving some of our guests again, you know, doing a Lions and uh, community mock draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously, as I mentioned, next week, episode number 93 coming at you. Uh, I'll have to find the outlines for last year, but we're going to try to do the same format. Score, I think if we just score key players, uh, I want to try to keep doing the prop bets again. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll help me win a little bit more money again this year. Uh, but definitely, Super Bowl's a fun time, man. And uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's like the last hurrah for football until September. And we just hope we get a, we get a classic game because we got two great AFC champion, or, uh, conference championship games, and we got four great divisional games, and I just hope mm-hmm. we get a clunker of a Super Bowl. I agree. So that's going to wrap it up here for episode number 92 of Dylan Al Talk NFL. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We are found almost on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Anchor, Google, uh, Apple Podcasts, etc. If there's anything else you got to say, say it now. And uh, if not, then we will see you next week. All good. See you then. All right. See you guys.